I'm Eduardo Medina, Editor-in-Chief of the Auburn Plainsman, and today on Sweet 1111, I'm talking with Assistant Campus Editor Trice Brown about a story on the College of Veterinary Medicine raising the price of professional fees for in-state students, which will of course raise their education price. He'll tell us why the school is raising these prices and how students feel about spending even more of their money to attend Auburn. That's all coming up. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michaela Burns, Managing Editor of the Auburn Plainsman. I just wanted to remind everyone that if you'd like to support Suite 1111 and the newsroom that creates it, you can log on to theplainsman.com, click on the upper right-hand button that says Donate, and support over 125 years of local, independent journalism right here on the Plains. Once again, that's theplainsman.com, and find the orange button that says Donate. Thanks in advance for your support, and now back to the show. All right, Trice Brown, how are you doing today? Thank you for being on the uh, first episode of Sweet 1111. Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. So we can go ahead and start. Um, You were at the Board of Trustees meeting last Friday. Can you tell us about the proposal that they brought up? Right. They brought up the proposal to increase the professional fees for veterinary students, uh, which is separate from the tuition they pay, Mm -hmm. but it is still like a required fee that they have to do because they have a lot of other expenses right. than we do, right? So they have all of these facilities that they need to right. pay for and everything. So this kind of covers... The equipment. Right, all uh, that. And they have so many different facilities and stuff. Okay. Um, so the so those professional fees are separate from tuition. But yes. they pay tuition, they pay professional fees. Yes. These veterinary students. Right. Okay. And... And so they're raising... The proposal was to raise the uh, professional fees? Yes. So... Uh, we actually, they determined that the cost of attendance in terms right. of excluding housing, but in terms of the tuition mm-hmm. and the fees paid by Auburn students was the fourth lowest nationally mm-hmm. in terms of veterinary colleges. So the proposal was to increase our professional fees in order to meet the average. And then once we meet that average, benchmark uh, our total cost mm-hmm. in relation to what the national average, how it changes, whether it like goes up or it goes down. Right. So next year, and well, I suppose this will go into effect in mm-hmm. fall 2020. Right. But in fall 2021, uh, they're going to see how the averages change, and they're mm-hmm. going to in- most likely increase the professional fees as it changes. Right. So the average, I mean, you know, I don't think, or the average of these costs are just going to get any cheaper. It's going to keep increasing, I suppose, right, with the national trend? I assume, trend. yes. So it seems like these the cost for tuition for veterinary students and their professional fees is going to increase um, Right, their tuition, yeah, their tuition, I assume, will stay the same, but right. the professional, professional fees, fees, the overall cost, which is really what matters in this scenario, right. will increase. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, so. so you went and spoke to students right. about this, uh, this Monday. Who did you speak to? So I spoke to two second-year veterinary students. Uh, one, her name was Flora Jones. She mm-hmm. was an in-state student. And also, um, this fee only affects in-state students mm-hmm. and students who are technically classified as in-state who are actually here with a program from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like The way this works mm-hmm. is that there is a uh, board called the Southern Regional Education Board. Right. And they fund a lot of different programs for different states for these professional type Mm -hmm. uh, degrees uh, where students uh, that aren't from a certain state can pay in-state tuition Mm -hmm. 
at colleges where they're not from, right? So these Kentucky students are able to go to Auburn and be classified and pay in-state tuition. And then the state of Kentucky pays the difference Mm -hmm. between out-of-state tuition and in-state tuition. And so that's where she falls into? She's from Kentucky? Well, Floor is in-state, but Alexa Simmons, which is someone else that I talked to, was a part of that program. So you spoke to both of these students who are in the College of Veterinary Medicine. Um, You can start with your one you want to. What did they say? Right. So uh, a lot of them, they, I know Floor, I spoke to her first. She made a lot of points. And she's in-state. Yeah, she's the in-state student, gotcha. which in this scenario, they're basically, all, their issues are going to be the same because right. uh, she is classified, or Alexa is classified as in-state. Gotcha. Uh, she said a lot of things about how she is going to have an exorbitant amount of debt once she graduates veterinary school mm-hmm. because the like average wages of a veterinarian after they graduate mm-hmm. is like in 80000 something like that. Right. But her uh, student debt is going to be anywhere from like one hundred and fifty to 200000 right? So she said, and she estimates that she will be paying uh, for this long. It's about 25 years. Oh, wow. Right. So any extra amount is kind of just more that she definitely does not want. Mm-hmm. And this was, I spoke with him before I spoke with the dean. Right. Uh, because before I spoke with the dean, it, they at the Board of Trustees meeting, they did not say mm-hmm. exactly like reasons like for increasing this beyond the average, which right. seemed strange. You so know? it seemed like they were increasing it just to reach the average without any reason right. other than we just want to get at the average. Yeah. So it felt strange, which is why I figured... Look into it. Yeah, let, let's see what's going on here. Right. So um, I spoke with, which, that was also a big claim that they were making, that they didn't know what the money was going to be used for. So they wanted to... They being the students? Yes. So Alexa and Flora. Right. They generally didn't want an increase because of their student debt. Right. But they especially didn't want one when they didn't know what the money was going to be used for. So they wanted transparency and right. to know where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So then you went to the dean. What did he say? So the dean made a lot of interesting points. He said that Auburn's Veterinary College uh, has more students than average, but they also have less faculty, right? So there are more students in a classroom in Auburn's Veterinary College Mm -hmm. than there are in other similar programs. Gotcha. The money was going to be used to train new faculty Mm -hmm. so they could reach like a better ratio for that and generally fund extra programs. Right. So they are planning on hiring new faculty members mm-hmm. with this extra money that they're going to get now from the raising professional fees. Right. Um, how did the students feel about that when you went back and told them what you found out? Right. So generally, there's still the concern about raising fees in general because of the debt, but right. they do feel a lot better in understanding about it when it is, mm-hmm. they know it's being used uh, to improve the program. One thing that uh, I found very interesting yeah. uh, was when I spoke with the dean, well, I spoke, I was emailing him after trying to like, you know, ask some follow-up questions. We were right on deadline, weren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, he, I asked him if he would like be able to like tell me exactly where that money was going, which felt like, you know, an extreme stretch, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. no one wants to talk about money ever. I guess you know? the odds of him telling you right. this, this, and this are... Yeah, like, extremely small, right? Right. Um, but he actually did 
tell me where, like exactly like how many faculty they were going to hire mm-hmm. and where those faculty were going to be going. And then he also said that if any like student ever wanted to talk to him mm-hmm. about the college's budget and their decisions in relation to the budget and just in general, he said he was always free to talk, which I thought was very interesting and a nice move. So it seems like the dean is open to being transparent and yes. telling everyone where this money is going to. Yes, very much so. So they're hiring how many faculty members? They're hiring three faculty members. So they're hiring one faculty member uh, in small animal soft tissue surgery, uh, one for surgical oncology, and one in ophthalmology. Well, I don't know what any of that means, but I'm sure it's very (laughs) hard and useful. So I guess to end off with Trice, um, you know, I know they want to increase the professional fees to add these faculty members to get these new things that they need, right? But it seems like it wasn't super urgent. Uh, Why why did they decide to do this now? And uh, I don't know, would you tell me, what was the alternative to not raising these prices. Right, so the reason that they're doing this now is because of a uh, initiative that the university has started about four years ago called the Strategic Budgeting Initiative, where they asked every college to examine where they were making money and where they were spending it, right? And so in the professional programs, uh, like the veterinary college, it's kind of a rough spot for them, right? Because they aren't making as much money as mm-hmm. other programs are, but the dean was essentially faced with two choices, right? They could either lower the quality of the education, which they definitely did not want to do, <laughs> right? or they could increase the professional fees. He said that it's not, like they don't want to offload the cost onto students, but there really wasn't another alternative. Right. So, And did they say... Do they have any plan to offset that with more scholarships, or what's the plan there? Yes, so um, they are increasing their, he told me later in an email, that they are increasing their um, scholarship fundraising activities. Right. I think he said for like the first time, like this upcoming, or this academic year, right. they are going to be awarding more money in scholarships than they ever have. It's like over a million dollars, and there's not that many kids in this program, I think I was speaking to uh, Floor and Alexa, and I think they were saying there was like 120, maybe 130 in their class. Okay. So it's a pretty small program. So a yeah. million dollars is, you know, pretty significant. Yeah. Uh, but he said it would only partially offload the increased debt, but right. still significant. Well, we will see where it goes from there. Um, we can follow up later on down the line. And right. um, yeah, great job with the story. All great right. reporting. Thank you. Uh, you stayed up late doing this. I know that. So thanks uh, for doing it. Very that. much. And thanks for being on the first episode. Thank you for having me. All right. See you. Bye. My thanks to Trice Brown for being with us today. The Plainsman Suite 1111 is a co-production with Weagle Radio. Special thanks to Weagle News Director Grayson Moyer for producing and editing this episode. If you like the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.